the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. And we're ready to talk gardening with you. Just give us a call at 308-8867. 308-8867. Toll free, 866-308-8867. Uh, so if you call from out of town, we'll try to help you out, too. Um, let's see. It's a pretty day here. Five the, or six degrees really makes a difference, doesn't it? Yeah, and uh, I was over I eavesdropping on conversations at a restaurant uh, that we ate at this morning, and uh, they were talking about, they were just amazed after yesterday. You know, <laughs> it's the high today, I think, is 88. We'll have to get Roy to uh, to give us the weather, because I think there's some rain predicted, too. Oh, yeah. I think besides the Sinisa, other people might be predicting rain. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, we'll see what the Roy... silence is deafening. Yeah, the silence is, is a little deafening. Well, you know, when you're wrong, you know, you don't like to just come out. I, I The Sinisa seems to... Now, when I'm wrong, I just find a way to kind of... Ignore. Change the uh, subject or... Sinisa's uh, <laughs> you know, not an exact science, so... Hey, we so, got... Uh, so, you're saying you've seen Sinisa blooming? I saw it last week. It just takes the time. It's not like oh, the, so is this a, it's is not it, like is the this alternate facts or what is it? No, this the Sinisa were blooming last. They they're predicting rain coming. They don't say you know it's not like the ten o'clock forecast. They don't say that's two weeks or four weeks. Uh, or, yeah, uh, or just one week. Let's give them one week. You know, you don't want them to be. It's not like uh, Steve where he says it's going to rain today. You know, at six o'clock, and then it rains. Hey, uh, but we got calls already, so we're ready to go to the phone lines at three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hugh is on the line. Hi, Hugh. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Well, I'm doing fine. I've got a kumquat tree that's put out thousands of uh, blossoms, but it looks like none of them have set. Should I water it more, or fertilize it, or just be patient? Oh, uh, is what? it in, is it in the shade? By no, no, it's uh, in the sun. It's in the full sun, good. What are, what are the foliage? What's the foliage look like? Oh, green. I guess <laughs> I mean, I mean, there are a few yellow. Is it healthy? Is it healthy and thick foliage? Yeah, it's got pretty thick foliage. Okay, good. Because I was, uh, they generally weren't affected by the cold. No. Um, and mine, mine's got fruit on it. Uh, so that's why I was wondering what had happened. But did it, it you, dry you out? did have a drop. They, they oh yeah, leaf, yeah drop. I had a leaf. Uh, I had a leaf drop. Do you see any fruit on it? 
Uh, well, I harvested all the fruit, I guess, in the winter, and, uh... Okay, and, but I mean, you don't see any little bitty ones still coming on there about the size of a BB? Uh, I've looked and looked. I I didn't check it today, but, uh... Yeah, yeah. they're, hard, they're hard, to, hard to see when they're little like that, oh, even, but, even Satsumas. But I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. see them... Sometimes it'd be a little teeny weeny one, then I'd go back and look the next day, and it's fallen off. Yeah, is there something they, I can that, do to prevent? No, that? no, they have they have a uh, natural. They bloom a lot, and uh, they have a natural shedding uh, mechanism. Uh, citrus does, and which is a good thing. But unfortunately, a lot of the satsumas and whatever don't shed enough, and lemons. Uh, and uh, limes, they, they don't shed enough to, uh, and they they overfruit. You know, they have over oversupply of, of uh, fruit on them, which is not is not. They don't size up, and they don't. Not, that's not good for the plant. And they uh, this this year, the complication was that cold weather, but uh, but also did it. If you sometimes if you let them dry out in between waterings, you'll get a. That's why we asked about the foliage, too. Yeah, did it have a big crop last year? Uh, yeah, I had a good crop last year. Okay. that that's uh, Citrus is uh, alternate bearer, what we call alternate bearing, where they have a heavy crop, uh, and, and especially if you leave them on a long period of time. Uh, since you said you harvested yours in the winter, too. Uh, and then... They deplete the energy of the plant, and uh, so the following year, uh, it it uh, sheds its fruit because it it's it's it just can't mature Taken, that many fruit taking again. Taking a vacation. Yeah, it's it's called it's called alternate bearing, bearing every other year. But I w- I would bet you that you're going to have uh, spar- some sparse fruit on there. Now, com- well, kumquats aren't the worst. No. Can I fertilize it? Yeah, you should have. Fer- you, you say it's in the ground. So uh, you, usually we tell people when they fertilize their lawns to uh, uh, fertilize their their citrus or some uh, uh, 1959 slow-release fertilizer, you know, some of the slow-release fertilizers, and uh, put a... Put a, put a little extra around the base of the of the plant, but you you said your foliage is nice and green, and uh, and you get pretty well got thick foliage, but uh, a little fertilizer still wouldn't still won't help. I mean, still would help. Uh, and uh, I bet I bet uh, maybe maybe this year it'll have another bloom cycle. They bloom all the time. Oh yeah, and yeah, uh, they, it'll set oh, fruit for the for you this fall. Yeah, alrighty. Okay, thank you. Okay, sure. sorry about that. Thanks a bunch. All right, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number, and Judy's on the line. Hi, Judy. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing. I'm doing pretty good. <clears throat> I just was in panic because I went out there and all of a sudden. Yesterday, my tomato plants were fine. Now one is almost totally stripped, and all I had was rose dust. 
And uh, so I just now sent my handyman to, to, to get something. And I was I know it's a little late to be calling you. I just now thought I, I'm really foggy-headed this morning. Yeah, I blame it on that heat yesterday. But anyhow, what is the best thing to get if you, if, does it matter if it's, if it's caterpillar versus apes? What would strip something down overnight like that? A I'm big caterpillar will do that. What, are, what kind of plant are we talking about? Yeah. Is it she tomato plants? Say. Oh, it's tomato plants? Yeah. Horn, hornworms are notorious. Tomato hornworms. Oh, and and, uh, and, and <laughs> without fail, nine out of ten times people go say, well, I didn't see any caterpillar. I've done the same thing. Yeah, so you're looking right at them yeah. and you can't see them. Then I go back out and I look around the stem. <laughs> there, there he is, about as big as your finger. Yeah, oh and my. they they can strip. They can. They're working when they're smaller, but when they get big, they can strip the rest of it in a short order. Oh my! Well, now if I is it better to get a dust or a spray? I like I like the spray, but yeah, get get something. You can use either. And uh, get something with uh, BT in it, Bacillus thuringiensis. Okay. And, and is there any particular brands that you think are better? No, no. I don't, All of there are work. several brands Just with, with BT. Just brand it until you think it's stopped, or how long does it take to stop it? Well, once, once they ingest the BT, the Bacillus product, it's a natural, it's an organic control oh, for okay. the thing. And uh, once they ingest it, they quit eating. And ha- you have to sp- spray it on the foliage. You know why they quit eating? No, nothing? no, no, we'll trust you. We don't need to know the why. Oh, okay. We just need to know that. You know why they quit eating, Trace? No, why? You tell me. <laughs> they, ha- they have uh, 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 terminal constipation. Oh, Lordy. <laughs> yeah. You know, and you don't eat when you have terminal mother. constipation. <laughs> Now, if there's if there's no foliage left, then it's tough to I use. I don't think BT. I could have put it that way, though. Uh, <laughs> well, so I, I, it I, I understand everything in nature is in competition with everything else, so it's a very sad situation. Where Mother Nature is not nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, they're just uh, feeding off each other, so to speak. Have you got uh, fruit on the tomatoes, or have you been harvesting tomatoes? I don't think that's what tomatoes? your plant did, but uh, what I have on the other ones, so... Um, I'm the one that, that got, I don't think this was a one-gallon pot. I think it was a two-gallon pot. Oh, I yeah, I remember that. I said, oh, my gosh. And by the time I went out there, there were tomatoes on there, and there were two, two root-bound. I'm kind of afraid to, to tinker with them right now. By, by yeah, and I, 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 I told you to go ahead and put that in a, either in a larger container yeah, or about to do in that. the ground in the sunny location so it, so you can have fall tomatoes on Well, I'm getting quite a bit of sun. I just don't get constant full sun all day, you know. I'm, I'm Actually, by this time of year, it's to me like a little bit better. It's getting it here and there, the way that the leaves of the trees move. And then, you know, it's it's back and forth. It gets sun one moment, the next minute it doesn't. Yeah. So on. But anyhow, and now that you, they've got... If you're not worried about them. getting tomatoes, that's all great. <laughs> well, you <I, laughs> I've learned the hard, so-called hard way, uh, but I can't do them in the ground. My ground's no good, and plus I can't bend over, so... Um, okay. I, I, well, put them in a larger... Get, my, get, you a, get you a larger container. Thanks, okay, Judy. Okay, great. Thank you. Bye-bye. 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 All right, Alan, Margie, hang on the line. We're going to visit with Trace and find out about the plant of the weekend. We have two of them. Hey, Trace, what's going on? Hello, that's there. pretty. That is. That's a king's mantle. 
So it's a tropical uh, king's mantle. King's mantle. It's an th- uh, it's an upright thumbergia. Oh, okay. That helps you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so so, it's so what what does that do? Well, it's got that. Well, it's doing Did it. You see the flower? It's, it's got that beautiful purple. Uh, oh wow! Looks elongated. Like, looks like a pipe. Yeah, a pipe. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's kind of cool, and um, not too many things that, that bloom that vivid of a purple. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I would grow it as a container plant, and we've got about 15 of those. If you're an LSU fan, this is a perfect plant for you. It would be. Because of the colors. It's purple f- with a uh, with yellow orange and, and yeah, I'm sorry, with yellow and green, yeah. All right, so that's cool. In fact, I don't know if you're doing something psychically, but someone came up and asked us, if they, a lot of times we get mistaken for employees, and so someone said, "Can you tell us where your king's mantle is?" And it was like, and Calvin was kind of like, "Ah, uh, well," and I was, like, "Here's one right here." Uh, Sorry, I don't know. Just sold her that one. I brought you another one. Oh, okay. I didn't think about that. She she went and talked to Ed, so I think okay. I'm sure she took care of her. Yes. I've never heard of that. Plant. So it is pretty. I've heard of Thumbard. Yeah. yeah, that's the same. Exactly what I said. We that big um, blue flowers. On the vine, yeah, vine yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's blooming now, too, out there in the landscapes. So, uh, well, anyway, that was the plant of the weekend. But I, I got in some things that are interesting. Uh, I got your Grandma's Yellow Rose. All right. right. Uh, I'm excited. About 20 of those. Oh, my goodness, good, really? You're yeah. good going. Those are hard to find, aren't they? they well, are, yeah, they're they getting me. Lately. Uh, I appreciate I, that. Kid. Malabar spinach. Oh, good. So if you're looking for a vegetable to put out now, uh, it cooks like spinach, tastes like spinach, but it's not spinach. Of course, in the very, summertime. Very aggressive vine type thing. I've grown it in hanging baskets before. Do you have plants of that? I do. Uh, a, lady, a lady came up a while ago and said that she saw spinach transplants out there. And I said, <laughs> you mean out there? <laughs> she said, yeah. So you must have it labeled as spinach. It's labeled as Malabar spinach. Malabar spinach. Okay. Okay. That's, that that's, explains that. That's cool. That's so, a nice-looking uh, plant, too. Yeah, they are, they are neat. And uh, they have kind of like a Swedish ivy look to them when they yeah, start trailing they out. So, uh, you know, one plant can produce quite a bit. All right. And then, and then we've got... Uh, a basil that is uh-huh. a 2017 Texas superstar. All right. It's called uh, Balt. Uh, Balt. I can't even say it. I want to say Baltic, but it's uh, balsamic. Oh, balsamic. Okay. Basil. So that's uh, that was introduced as a 2017 Texas superstar. So it should do well for that. This for particular sec- well, uh, selection, or just. Basil in, in general. No, this, this, this selection. selection. And it blooms real pretty. There's been a real hard uh, issue getting the 2017 Superstar. So I got a hold of four flats of this. So I don't know how long they're going to last. But, All right. Uh, you can actually call on that one if you want us to reserve you a few of those. Oh, good. Too. Okay. Or any of them, any of those. Well, but I, if you know, our show goes all over and people can listen online. So if I'm listening in Austin, I can just go to my local and. No, no. What? I know where you're headed. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm well, leading you on. But I you bought, don't want to say that? I bought the only four flats that are <laughs> oh, in the state. Oh, man. In the state. No. Uh, unless you want to go to another state. Uh, yeah. And, and Millburgers is your one-stop shop. You can shop. travel all over the state. 
Oh, you, miles you and miles. You might as well just give up uh, looking for plants. Just come. Just to come to Millburgers. That should be your slogan. <laughs> just, just come to Millburgers. Well, that's cool. Okay, so what Trace was talking about is if you want any of those, you can obviously come by and get them. Uh, but they are a limited supply, especially in the Grandma's Yellow and and some Oh of yeah. Call four nine seven three seven six zero. Four nine seven three seven six zero, and uh, they'll they'll put them aside for you, and uh, then you just come when you can, like Monday or Tuesday, and pick them up. So that's really that's a really convenient service that they offer. Four nine seven three seven six zero. Cool. Uh, is that, come is back this, and visit with how, us. How big a plant does this get? Do you know? Uh, it says four to six feet. Okay. So okay. I'm sure pot size is going to limit it a lot. I would only grow it in a pot. Uh, it does listen well, to tropical. If, oh, okay. If Judy, is her name Judy, that can grow tomatoes in one gallon container, she go. should be able to grow this in a one gallon. Thank you, Calvin. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Thanks, Trace. Come back Thanks, and, and visit with us, and we'll learn some more about what's going on. But we need to get to Alan on the line at 308-8867. Hey there, Alan. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Thanks for waiting. Hi. Hi. I, uh, yeah, funny you were talking about purple plants because I, I saw these uh, look like weeping uh, dwarf uh, crepe myrtles. Like they're like three feet high, almost like four feet wide. But I'm pretty sure they were weeping dwarfs. So, but they were just solid purple blooms. I'm like, wow, that's pretty impressive, you know. And what, I really the- like the were the blooms like orchids? I mean, were they kind of had a loose bloom to it, so to speak, like an orchid? I'm thinking of desert no. willow. Hmm. No, no, no. And I was thinking of duranta. A duranta, yeah, that's true too. But I, I've seen crepe myrtles about that size with a almost a um, a mountain laurel color bloom on them. Would that be accurate, um, Alan? We're all going to well, be wrong. They, they <laughs> had like the, I mean, the 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 uh, blooms came to it. Each each bloom branch had a bloom on it, and it was came to a tip, you know. And so it was pretty. The the tip was like pretty tightly, um, had pretty tight blooms on it, and so it was just it's just solid purple though is what was really impressive about it. So. I was trying to find no, some. You know, I know there's lots of different uh, crepe myrtle hybrids, but I was really trying to figure out what this could be. And so, you know, but something. Uh, the, like old the old Catawba. The old Catawba was like that. I mean, something it, it, that. It, uh, it's, only, it's, it's only like yeah, two think, or three I, feet tall. No, yeah. No, the Catawba no, was Catawba four or five big. Yeah. yeah, your best bet is probably to take a picture and send it to us. Oh, and man. then... Or, um, or go to the uh, plant answers and look at the, the uh, crepe myrtle options. Yeah. The crepe myrtle but options. I think it'd be cool if you send it to us that way, if it's something else or if it's a... What, what part of town did you see it? Arkansas. Yep, you still... <laughs> Oh, Arkansas. No, my oh, Lord. Yeah. Okay, well, that, that may change things. So, yeah. <laughs> so does the plant answers, uh, um, photo, does that have photos with, with yeah. Yeah, with the, with the crepe myrtles. They have, they have the crepe myrtle varieties uh, separated by colors and by 
size. Uh, yeah, by by the colors and by the size and by the name. Oh, okay. And yet, there certainly are crepe myrtles that are that small, and you got every color oh, yeah. you can think of. So there's, you're probably right. There is there's probably a variety out there that that meets right the description. Was well, this a, is this in a landscape you saw it in? Uh, yes, it was at the at, at an entrance, and so I knew that they were never going to get any bigger because they were on either side of a sidewalk and so i knew they were never going to you know they were obviously designed to stay short and and that wide yeah because it wouldn't work if yeah. they got any bigger than that you know it might be one it might be one of the new crab myrtles yeah wouldn't be a duranta because a duranta wants no, to yeah, get bigger they'll get bigger but the thing was, okay. it was well, just yeah, send solid, us, I, solid blooms. I've never seen one that was so solid. It was just ah. sol- a solid mass of purple is what was so impressive about it. Hmm. So. Well, if anybody in the audience, too, is, uh, recognizes yeah. it, they'll can uh, he, give us a call and let us know. Can he send it to you, or you want him to send it to me? He doesn't have a photo, does he? Do you have a Oh, no, because it was in Arkansas. I forgot. <laughs> okay, never mind. That's not going to work. I wish I did, man. Uh, I'd know it if I saw it. That's okay, yeah. Maybe somebody will call. Thanks, Alan. Okay, thank you. Good luck. All right. Hey, Margie, I hate to do this to you, but we have got to take a break. So, oh, is it a hard break? No. But, oh. Margie, hang on a second. We're going to take a quick break and come back, and you're going to be first up right after this. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, and our number is 308-8867, 308-8867. More in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I'm going to tell you about some great colorful options you have now at Millburgers that are on sale like butterfly pentas. Now, these are absolutely gorgeous pentas and they attract, that's right, butterflies, but they also attract hummingbirds too. And you'll save on them this week. In the four-inch pot, butterfly pentas are just $1.48. One of the plants we talk about most as an option because of its versatility is dwarf Mexican petunia. This bloomer you'll enjoy spring, summer, and fall with its pink blooms and light blue blooms. And it's on sale in the one-gallon container for just $3.88. You're starting to see these bloom around town, and you can't miss them because they're electric orange blooms. It's the Mexican Bird of Paradise or Pride of Barbados, and you'll find it on sale this week at Millburgers for just $16.88 in the three-gallon container. This week at Millburgers, you'll save 40% on crepe myrtles in the three-gallon container, $14.88, and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, $16.04 on Boulevardy Road. For the last decade, it's been called the greatest libertarian show on earth. This year will be no different. Attended by the most brilliant conservative minds today, join us for Freedom Fest, July 19th through the 22nd at the Paris Resort in Las Vegas. This year, come hear the likes of Craig Gutfeld from Fox News, actor William Shatner, and SRN's very own Larry Elder and Michael Medved. Register now at FreedomFest.com and save $100 by using the code REASON100 at FreedomFest.com. 
Here's the phrase of the day, opportunity cost. Opportunity cost is when you missed out on something great because you chose something mediocre. Hi, Larry Elder here. The stock market is up, but you've been in cash because somebody told you it was going to crash. Stop listening to doomsayers. They may be costing you thousands of dollars of potential growth on your money. Call Pax Financial Group, a local advisory firm, at 210-881-5700 to help ease you back into investing. PaxFinancialGroup.com, 210-881-5700. Securities offered through LPL Financial Member FINRA SIPC. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation, and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottom Line Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line Hi, Rose. Thanks for coming over for lunch. Come on in. Ah, oh, thanks, Linda, for having me. Wow, it smells like garlic in here. Are you trying to ward off some vampires? <laughs> Not at all. I recently read an article on the health benefits of garlic, so I'm trying to add more into my daily diet. Why don't you just take Kyolic Aged Garlic? What's Kyolic Aged Garlic? Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract is the number one best-selling odorless garlic supplement on the market today. Notice I said odorless. Oh, really? Tell me more. Not only is Kyolic organically grown, but it's aged for 20 months, creating beneficial compounds not found in fresh or powdered garlic. Is there any research? Can you believe there's over 750 published scientific studies that prove aged garlic extract reduces many cardiovascular risk factors and supports overall immunity? So where can I get Kyolic? Kyolic aged garlic extract is available at fine health food stores everywhere. Check out their website at kyolic.com. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Bull Verde Road. And we're talking to, to Larry and Margie, but Margie's up first, 308-8867, 308-8867. Margie, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I am very good, but I had a couple of questions. All right. Um, who's able to help me? Well, we'll both try to help you. You're on the air. Oh, okay. okay. Will... Oh, I have a orange frost satsuma, and the leaves on the lower limbs are turning a light color. Light green? The, uh-huh. the, the new growth is okay, but the, the old growth is got that light green color yeah is it in a container no it's in the ground have you fertilized it at all not in the last three months okay i think you i think that's what your problem is you need some need some fertilizer in there okay 19 what kind of of fertilizer did you use 
Yeah. I used 19.59. Good. That should be, yeah, that should be good. Did, did, did you use about a, a cup per inch of diameter or? Okay. Okay, yeah, the, the trunk is about an inch in diameter, so you say yeah. a cup full. How, how about and sp- uh, yes, and spread around and watered in. Oh yeah. yeah how much? Yeah. How much? I've seen some that uh, have kind of dried out with this la- this last spell we had. Is it especially in the ground? Is it? Uh, is there chances dried out a bit? Oh no, no no. It yeah. gets. I make sure it gets plenty of water. Good. Good. <laughs> And I, I, th- I think it's just have, low. I, I think it's just low on fertility. Okay, I'll fertilize it. And I, I had another question for a daughter that lives in Pipe Creek. Okay. She has she has small uh, crepe myrtles up and down her drive, and uh, these I don't know if you call them carpenter ants or what they are, but they're stripping the leaves off her plants. What can she do to... They're cut ants. Cut ants. Cut ants, okay. What do you do to get rid of them? Well, <laughs> what the strategy I use, it's hard now because it's tough to find a chemical, but I make a... If you can find their paths, it may be complex depending on how they get to them, but I put a I put a, an asaphate, like fire ant killer, just a little roadblock with a fire uh-huh. ant killer across their, say if they have a path at, uh, for the, a foot, a foot long roadblock, I kind of call them, and any of the ants that tra- travel through it, it kills them, but generally they, they change their direction, and they go to the neighbor's yard usually is what, is what oh, they, they do. But they, yeah, so that, so if that, if there's just a single trail or or couple trails, it's relatively easy to redirect them and, uh, and see if you can follow them back to. Yeah. They live in a main. They have a main mound, and see if you can follow them back and find out where they're where they're coming from. The main mound. Oh, they they've done that, and they just my son-in-law is mixed up. Malathion and poured it around the. Yeah. No, that that you I mean, can't it's use. Just... It's a it's a massive massive uh, complex, and mm-hmm. so uh, the drenches don't work. Now okay. I, I'm sure I'm sure they get on uh, get on the web page, or get on get on the internet out at Pat Pipes Creek. Tell them to mm-hmm. go on to Plant Answers, Plant. plant P-L-A-N-T, answers.com. And in that first, uh, first, uh, first uh, uh, search engine, type in cut ants. Okay. Type in uh, cut ants. And then, okay. then they'll have a, have a description on there on some of the, some of the reading. Illegal. Uh, uh, yeah, some of the, uh. Controls that uh, we can't talk about on the radio, but okay. Asaphate figures in a lot of them. Yeah, oh, asaphate is is the key yeah. to all of them. 
So, you know, she's all right. Fire fire ant killer works with them. Thanks for waiting. Good luck. You take care. What's that? Bye bye. Okay. All right. Thanks, Margie. All right. 308 8867. 308 8867. Larry is on the line. Hi, Larry. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Doing great. And have a, a lily question. Uh oh. The lilies we, we had this year did fantastic. Now, we're and talking water lilies or are we talking uh, just lilies, lilies? Uh, Day, day lilies and some uh, Easter oh, lilies. Oh, okay. Okay. I've, I've got a whole, whole bunch of them planted in a, in a spot there. And they're day lilies, out these, okay. And just to experiment, I planted some in a in a container to see if they would grow. And they right. are, they're, they're about six, eight inches tall now. My question right. is, is it be that those are hybrids and they're not going to breed true? Uh, it's possible that the, well, they are hybrids. You you planted the seed. Yes. Uh huh. And uh, yeah, uh, a daylily crosses pretty readily, and uh, but but the hybrid may be better than than the mother. There's a lot of daylily breeders uh, around San Antonio. In fact, there's a daylily society. Yeah. Uh, in San Antonio, and they they breed their own hybrids, so to speak. Right. But uh, it's it's possible it, it, they look similar similar to the to the mother plant, but it's possible uh, that the, well, it's probable that they won't be the same. So they get some. Oh, okay. They might be variations. Yeah, absolutely. Within the whole and each seed. Absolutely. Okay. And and when do you fertilize lilies? Uh, you use uh, in in containers. Uh, you would use Osmocote, the slow release okay. fertilizer named Osmocote, and uh-huh. uh, water them periodically, like like weekly, with uh, something like uh, Miracle Grow or Rapid Grow or Hasta uh-huh. Grow or some acid liquid fertilizers. Yeah, now most of mine are in the ground. Oh, okay. So what you then use? You, then you use uh, the 1959 slow-release fertilizers uh-huh. and fertilize them uh, about every 30 days. Ah, that often, okay. Yeah, yeah but you don't have to put a lot down. Yeah, don't, it's it's sparse fertilizer. Yeah, and don't put them right next to the stems either. Yeah. So just kind of broadcast the granules. Right, broadcast the granules around the uh, kind of in the in the area of the plants and uh, and water them in about okay. every thirty days. Okay, good All enough. Right. All Thank right, you. good luck to you. Hope you Thanks, get, hope sir. you get some good results. Hey, have we got anybody else, Mel? Yeah, James is on the okay. line at three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. And we take hey, chance. We need to. Thank everybody that helped us on our. Okay, we'll do that right after James. Project. Welcome to the show, James. How are you doing? Uh, hello, sir. Um, I have a question about a gardenia. Am I wasting my time putting a gardenia in the ground? Yep. That's, that's all I need. Well, to know. How about a pot? Unless you're, no, no, wait, though. <laughs> unless you're in South Carolina. He said in no, the I'm right here yeah, in so Universal it. City. So the qualifier was in the ground. Yeah. You may right. not be wasting your time putting a gardenia in a 
whiskey, a whiskey barrel. barrel. Right. But a ground, but the ground, I should just pretty much forget about it. Yeah, the ground is uh, so alkaline. Yeah. Uh, that's an acid-loving plant. Right. And uh, when it's young, you can kind of modify that that uh, soil a little bit. But yeah. uh, eventually, as the gardenia gets bigger and gets its root system out into that alkaline soil, uh, yeah. it's going to turn yellow and and yeah. but uh, like, like is there a particular talking, talking variety it, of gardenia? Do what? Is there a particular variety of gardenia that's better than others here? What well, did you have, uh, Milton? You grow Milton. August Beauty. August Beauty is the, is the oh, one we sell August here that seemed Beauty. to do pretty well. Yeah, okay. it's relatively easy to grow. I kept it alive. For have you heard of a years. coconut, coconut uh, supreme or something like that? Coconut Supreme. No, there's a lot of uh, selections of gardenias. Yeah, oh, I say, but okay. I, like I said, they they do better in acid soils in East Texas. Use uh, if you do if you decide to do a container. Of course, you can sink yeah. a container if you want to, but it's easier oh, okay. yeah, to have above ground. Uh, yeah, use, okay. Use that same formula in PlantAnswers.com. There's a on oh, the blueberries. Blueberries, same. Oh, half, they they use half the sphagnum peat moss and half. Com- right. compost or half oh, okay. potted mix. And uh, should they be repotted yearly or what? Oh, no. no, no. If you put them in a whiskey bar size container, uh, they, they'll last for years. Yeah, five years. Oh, at least. It, it'll it'll oh, reduce great. the size, reduce the ultimate size. And you just can incorporate some sphagnum every yeah. three or four years, five years. And, That's and the secret is sphagnum. The secret is keeping them in an acidic mix, right? As long as you can, and use uh, something like mirror acid to fertilize them. Yeah, works well. Yes, mirror acid or uh, as a liquid, use mirror acid. But uh, in in the if you put them in a large container, you'll need to use some. Uh, some osmocote, slow-release fertilizer, oh, like we use on our regular food. osmocote. Well, once you put the osmocote, once you put it in, lasts three to four months. Right. Uh, but uh, you put the osmocote in, and uh, and then then you uh, use a liquid fertilizer at least once a week, like like mere acid. Oh, okay. He's fanat- All right. He's he's fanatical on that once a week. <laughs> oh yeah, well that's a, that's, a, that's a lot. Yeah, one if you can do it once a month it seems to work and so yeah. Milton, oh, okay. how often so, did you do it? At least once remember. a month. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay. Well guys, uh, I'm gonna be brave and jump into this thing and give it a try. Sounds who good. who who's wanting the gardenia, you or your wife? Oh it's me. I just I just love the smell of a gardenia. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah it's it's wonderful. Sweet. Keep us informed. They don't I will they don't I'll have let you know of, what happens. Yeah, they don't have a lot of bloom, but uh, they usually have one bloom when you're out walking around your yard that you can pick and sniff as you walk around the yard. Uh, that's what I love. It just permeates the air. There you go. All right, All right gentlemen. Thanks, Good Thank luck you. to you. Bye. You take care. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Go ahead, Calvin. Well, we had a uh, project this morning, the Gardening Volunteers of South Texas and Master Gardeners and then volunteers from 
the Dream Hill neighborhood, uh, we put in a uh, butterfly and hummingbird garden uh, uh, for uh, as part of a 501c3 fundraiser. And, of course, Millburgers was involved in Quality Organic. Yeah. Quality Organic was uh, involved. Greengrass Incorporated for uh, irrigation. And uh, we had 18 volunteers. That's amazing. amazing. Yeah. And the homeowner that uh, that won the, the prize, uh, he won the, he, uh, it was an auction, and he got two small small gardens, combined them into one big garden, so we planted uh, All right. 600 square feet of uh, butterfly and hummingbird garden, and um, compost, of course, mulch, all of those those butterfly plants we've been talking about, uh, including porterweed and there you uh, go. The milkweed, mistflower, and zinnias. And so it was a, a real successful project, and we want to thank all those vol- volunteers uh, for helping us. And gosh, Jerry, I don't know how many projects we've done like this over the years. Uh, 20, 25 years, we've probably done 100 projects, I suppose, but... Uh, it's always fun. It's always great to get the help of our volunteers and for good causes. The the fundraiser was was a good cause, and we got it done despite uh, <laughs> in a hundred degree. Uh, today was not too bad, uh, and, that's, and that's amazing when the forecast is for eighty eight or ninety, and you're saying it's mild. But yeah, uh, <laughs> the last few days have been over a hundred. So yeah, that, that was. I'm glad uh, you all called a break. Yeah. So, anyway, thank, thanks to everybody that volunteered. Thanks for Millburgers, Fanix Health, and uh, Quality Organic, all, all the contributors to, uh, to the project. All right, we're going to take a break. Forrest, I know you sent me something, but I'm not finding it. So send it to the, uh, the work email, Milton at KLUP.com. Milton at KLUP.com. And, Thanks, and I Forrest. I didn't find Rob's pictures either. Uh-oh, so. Rob, we didn't see your pictures either. So you send them to Calvin. Text them to Calvin. All right, 308-8867. We're going to take a break and come back in just a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I'm going to tell you about some great colorful options you have now at Millburgers that are on sale, like butterfly pentas. Now, these are absolutely gorgeous pentas, and they attract, that's right, butterflies, but they also attract hummingbirds, too. And you'll save on them this week. In the four-inch pot, butterfly pentas are just $1.48. One of the plants we talk about most as an option because of its versatility is dwarf Mexican petunia. This bloomer you'll enjoy spring, summer, and fall with its pink blooms and light blue blooms. And it's on sale in the one-gallon container for just $3.88. You're starting to see these bloom around town, and you can't miss them because they're electric orange blooms. It's the Mexican bird of paradise or pride of Barbados, and you'll find it on sale this week at Millburgers for just $16.88 in the three-gallon container. This week at Millburgers, you'll save 40% on crepe myrtles in the three-gallon container, $14.88, and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone 
forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Genie Bath Systems right here in Military City, USA, supports our military and backs it up. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. Now's the time to be proud in the home of the brave. Genie Bath Systems delivers quality to your home with made-in-the-USA walk-in showers and tubs at 30% less than the competition and installed weeks faster than conventional remodeling. The Genie Bath Systems promise is treating all our listeners with respect, staying within your budget, and making sure you don't have to remodel or repair your bathroom for the rest of your life. Check out their incredible warranty at Genie Bath systems.com and all veterans and active duty military get a 20% discount call for a free quote and when you purchase a new genie bath systems walk-in shower you'll receive a free vanity plus bathroom flooring in the land of the free that's a $1,500 value if your bathtub isn't becoming to you you should be coming to genie bath systems call them at 210-739-1372 210-739-1372 or visit their beautiful showroom off of broadway on freedom drive geniebathsystems.com Building a strong community takes each one of us, and Project One can connect you to organizations and companies that are doing just that. Listen this weekend to Project One for the way San Antonio organizations are changing lives and transforming our community. Hi, this is Jan Johnson. Join me as I talk with Lindsay, Taka, and Kim with Upbring Foster in Texas this Saturday night at 9, sponsored by Documation and SACLF. One person, one hour, one life changed. Project One. Welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, our phone number, 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll free, it's 866-308-8867. What you got there? I've got a picture that somebody sent uh last week and then they they emailed the nursery and they've passed it on to me of uh yellow spots yellow spots on uh citrus and uh i've never seen i've never seen that on citrus to to that extent but uh i'm convinced that it's leaf hoppers or some type of insects feeding on the leaves because uh You've got big spots of of damaged leaves that they're they're yellow yellow spots, solid yellow spots, and then you've got uh, specks, uh, yellow specks, of different sizes uh, on 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 different leaves. So uh, I'm convinced that's some type of insect feeding on that, and I'm have a tendency to believe it's leaf hoppers. Uh, the the leaf hoppers may already be gone. Uh, uh, I think they said they had plenty. I uh, had a lot of uh, fruit on this, so if they want to use something organic to control leaf hoppers, they can use a spinosad. S P I N O S A D are products containing spinosad, and uh, that's a contact killer of of insects and thrips. And spray it about uh, about every every three to four days for uh, four consecutive sprays. Uh, if if you see if if the if the damage is still showing up on uh, on new foliage, and uh, 
but I, I don't I don't believe it's a mineral uh, mineral deficiency or anything like that. I believe it's insect damage. But uh, like I said, I never have seen I never have seen that in purpose person to to know. But I'm just guessing because of the the uh, random of random random uh, spots and side spots uh, in the in the photograph. Uh, you know, on, on this show, so sometimes I mention the Osmocote. Occasionally, I've heard you Occasionally talk about Occasionally, I have mentioned the Osmocote yes. on here. And, uh, and there are people all over town <laughs> asking for, I'm looking for the Osmocote. The co- I, I need copious, <laughs> copious amounts of <laughs> Well, we were, we were at the greenhouse this week potting up some uh, plant material, and we had some... Um, we had some pots that uh, that the plants had died in, and uh, we'd used copious amounts of osmocote. I mean, it looked like we'd mulch with osmocote. And when we dumped those pots out, you know, we we talk about not using a lot of fertilizer because it uh, the salt in it kills the earthworms. Those things are full of earthworms. Where we used copious amounts of osmocote. Oh, we had cut. We had uh, a tremendous number of earthworms. What he did say sizes. is they were all deformed and had many heads. No, quit it. <laughs> <laughs> they did have two or three heads, I noticed. <laughs> but uh, so, so that the, shows the reason uh, that copious amounts of osmocote didn't kill those worms is because it releases slowly over a long period of time. It's not like a, and that's that's why we don't put uh, a regular fertilizer or even slow-release lawn fertilizer in containers because the, there's a, such an, a, a vast amount of salt. Uh, that The fertilizer is salty. It has salts of uh, nutrients in it. So uh, if you if you put something that's not slow release in there, uh, it it can kill uh, the and the uh, microorganisms and the earthworms and things like that, but not with copious amounts of osmocote. Well, and that's one of the reasons why osmocote, the nitrogen, is if you figure out the cost, is more expensive because it is a it's a product that has been developed to. to over the years to be slow release. Yeah, keep capable of functioning in that kind of a situation. And uh, we usually think of using osmocote in the in the uh, you know in in containers. Uh, but I've I've got some people that I work with that are using it in raised bed gardens. Hmm. Copious amounts in raised bed gardens, and you wouldn't believe the results they get of tomatoes and and things. And uh, but uh, that's that. Like I said, that has Osmocote has been evaluated in commercial agriculture on vegetables and things like that. It, it works good. It's just uh, exp- it's, it's exp- expensive. But most gardeners don't really care about expense. Mm-hmm. These are the same gardeners that are yeah digging through dumpsters to get you know. <laughs> I should say some gardeners don't care about yes. expense. Not sure it's most. So hey, I, have you guys noticed uh, the weather? The 
weather has changed a little yeah, bit. It's oh, a yeah, it's a little breezy. And yeah, it's like like we might get a the wind some weather out, moving, moving. I like the wind out in the north, isn't it? Look at those flags. Up yeah, there. where are the flags? Like, yeah, look at the trees there. Yeah. It's like it's coming from the north. That's why it's cool. Feels good. Um, Calvin, uh, looking at Calvin's article in today's paper, so if you take today's paper, he, he brings up a lot of good uh, a lot of good subject matter that uh, that a lot of, uh, that people need at this time of the year uh, as their as their vegetable crops decline and as they get ready for uh, for the fall garden. Uh, he talks about uh, especially about Bermuda grass. And um, I'm running into that situation on a gardener garden that I'm helping them with, where they have uh, Bermuda. They have raised bed gardens, and uh, they have uh, Bermuda grass around the around the edges of the full walkway. Well, at this time of the year, and especially if you're using, it's the same people that are using copious amounts of osmogote in their raised bed gardens. That Bermuda grass is coming under the under the uh, ra- under the cross ties or raised bed. Uh, I swear, sometimes borders. it flies. And yeah, just disappear. Oh, look at the wind! <laughs> oh my goodness! And so, uh, so it's getting into into the into the beds with with living tomatoes there, and uh, so. And it's windy all the time, so they can't. And I don't know if it says on if if you're targeting weeds with Roundup, I, I, it's, uh, that that label. I don't know if that label said anything about using it in the garden or not. But uh, you have to be careful around tomatoes and everything, especially on a windy day like today. Uh, so the the smart thing to do is is or the safe thing to do is the one which uh, Calvin recommended in his article. It says Bermuda grass is difficult to con- con- pull by hand, but in situations where food crops are not involved, a contact herbicide specific for grass can be sprayed sprayed on Bermuda grass. And he goes into talking about uh, the fusillade type of products. They're sold as over-the-top, grass-be-gone, fusillade, vantage, and post that he lists. Uh, Ornamact is one I left off. Oh, okay. Uh, can, be, can be sprayed in, flower, in the flower garden, tree circles, and, and shrub border to kill the Bermuda grass without hurting the non-grass species. And uh, so at this time of the year, especially when you're fighting Bermuda grass, those are the products to use in and around the garden. Now, Calvin makes a make the statement, and, and if you think you can pull Bermuda grass out of a raised bed garden, you can pull at it. You can pull at it. And uh, the the young lady that I was working with uh, had. Uh, Bought into the dangerous roundup uh, uh, scenario that's being uh, being uh, spread around that, that roundup is day, which is not. But uh, 
Uh, I, so I recommended these these products like over the top, grass be gone, fusillade. They are all fusillade type. Rust, vantage and post, and uh, to to spray the Bermuda grass around the edges of the uh, uh, garden. You can also, you know, most of us when we vegetable garden, we have part of our garden is out of production as we change over. So you you know. You want to comply with the instructions, but sometimes you, in between crops, you can do that. Yeah. You do that spraying and uh, and fulfill the. So I'm not not absolutely sure that it's a, and there's any danger there, but you, you you want to fulfill what the label says. So. Yeah, that's uh, that's that was my next point. Calvin uh, says the labels warn not to spray these products in planted vegetable gardens. But they can be used on the grass at the edge of the garden. Uh, follow label instruction. Now that that's that's on the label. But the interesting thing about it is these products were developed for control of Bermuda grass and and watermelons. Hey, we got to take a vegetables. break. All right, we'll, we'll finish this up in just a moment. Three zero eight. Stop it. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Three zero eight. 8867. More of the show after this on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m., the answer, we're sitting out on the porch here at Millburgers at 1604 on Bull Road, and we'll talk gardening with you. you just got to give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867. We're going to try to visit with Bill of Wild Birds Unlimited in just a little while. But in the meantime, did you finish up your uh, what you were talking about? Yeah, I just wanted to, uh, because now, now that we're get, getting into extremely hot weather and people are watering their uh, what's left of their garden. Uh, the uh, that Bermuda grass is jumping in those gardens, and you know, so uh, the night and 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 it's also jumping in your ground covers and things like that. But these products that Calvin mentioned, uh, uh, grass be gone, uh, fusillade, bandage, post. What what did you say you left out? Ornamac. 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 That that's the large containers. Of yeah. Them. And uh, but some of them, uh, some of them you are don't you don't have to worry about drift on any any of your uh, beneficial plants, and you and this this is not uh, a Roundup product. It it works like Roundup. The interesting thing, uh, and people say, well, I I don't I don't want to use a herbicide. I'll use vinegar. And uh, down at this raised bed garden, we had. <laughs> The, the lady I was working with used vinegar. Uh, let, let the grass, Bermuda grass get real big tall, about two or three feet uh, its height, and uh, then poured some uh, vinegar on it. And it browned it. It turned it brown. In about two weeks, it was back. Back, yeah. It was just... back. Cause, uh, the, the neat thing about these products, as well, and, and of course, you can use Roundup, uh, in the garden after you remove the plants, you know, after you remove your uh, beneficial plant. And, uh, or, or you can use Roundup around 
around the edges of the of the garden, but to to follow label instructions. And uh, the important, the important, the difference in this and Roundup is you don't have to worry about drift. And when we talk about drift, we're talking about the the product blowing. You know, it it atomizes when you spray it, uh, turns into small water droplets. And uh, tomatoes are real sensitive to Roundup. Roses. And roses and things like that. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I should mention Bermuda grass and roses is a serious problem. And uh, these products that Calvin listed here are uh, will not damage roses or any, any, any other broad type of broadleaf. They're specifically for grasses. Now, with that said, that's also a problem because sometimes we have broadleaf weeds Lots of times coming in there, but uh, but uh, they're they're not nearly as tenacious as the yeah they're little. The, I, well, I just did my rose bed again, weeded it, and the pulling pulling the broadleaves are much yeah. easier. Then you uh, then you cut the. I always have hackberries and mulberries and and uh, ligustrum in there, and there I. Of course, the lugustrum is easy to pull out, but hackberries and mulberries, you oh, yeah. cut it, and then you use the uh, stem stem and cut vine stump killer. And, stump, stump and, and vine and killer. killer, which is another product. Yeah, that's mentioned in Calvin's article here as well. When I went to Tennessee a few weeks ago, uh, my bed's around, around the house. We have uh, uh, water oaks, uh, water oaks that are our that come up everywhere in the, in the flower bed. And if you ignore them for a year or two, they get get to be You've small trees. You've got a trees. forest, yeah. But you get to be small trees. So I I went in there and cut cut those, uh, and immediately after I cut them, I, I put a drop of that uh, stumping vine killer on the on the cut uh, and, nice, and nice. walked away. And so when I go back and I month or so i'm expecting all those to be dead we debated a little bit the the stump and vine killer they changed the application method from a little squirt bottle with a dye in it to a brush i think i like the brush yeah better it's a little little easier to control i'm sure you use less oh yeah hopefully it works just as good but yeah you certainly use less uh, yeah because i was using the old-fashioned and i was trying to get a drop on the edge well Eventually, and then if you it if runs over the side. Yeah, if it's in inside the kind of the plant or with a brush, you can reach in there and uh, do a much better job. Yeah, well, but it does slow down your pruning. But it's if you look at it over a course of a year, you save a lot of time yeah. by cutting. Easily. Well, you can you can hold that bottle. You know, it's in a. I've got the old kind. It's in a glue bottle. Looks like it's in a glue bottle. Yeah. So you can hold it in in one hand and do your cutter with the other hand. So it it really doesn't slow it down that much. And it is a uh, it's a re it's still a re, it's a reasonable priced uh, product. You know, uh, quite often herbicides, pesticides are can be expensive, but this this is a product. You know, twelve ninety five for a relatively for yeah. a bottle and goes and it a lasts long way. for a long time yeah. if you use it correctly. Yeah. So we got that at Milberger's, uh, if yeah. that's interesting. I was concerned when we first started that because of the old brush killers that we used to use that uh, 
that I was afraid to be taken up by uh, adjoining plants, you know, after 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 a while. Yeah, remedy is but, no slouch. Yeah, rem- remedy is kind of like that. But uh, well, I've not seen any adjoining kill uh, using this uh, stump and brush. And I use it in can, in the rose bed. Yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, that that was always a concern. And you can you can use it with plants right by the the uh, desirable plant that you want to keep, and it won't transfer. Yeah. Uh, over to the desirable plant. Well, it seems to be restless. Uh, I know it. I got Bill. You have to go on. potty. No, uh. I, got, I want to talk to Bill over <laughs> Wild Birds. Oh, we Bill. Oh. We got Bill on the line from Wild Birds Unlimited, a Hebner. Bill. Northway. Bill is a patient, easygoing guy. He doesn't mind if we just let make him wait, wait and wait, wait and wait. wait. Do you, Bill? That's okay. That's okay. Well, good. All right. I'll do it Bill back on hold. No, no, just kidding, Bill. Well, how are things over there at Wild Birds Unlimited? What's going on today, man? Well, today's a nice day. Uh, you know, people are starting to think about uh, customers feed birds, but, boy, birds need water, too. So we love to sell bird bass. I think it's more important sometimes than bird seed to get yeah, a fresh especially water. Especially in the summer, yeah. Yeah, and they're all coming in for water. Um, and, of course, tilly hats, hot as the sun is, tilly hats are a great skin uh, cancer protector. And we're I got a tilly those. hat from Bill like nine years ago, and I'm still still using the thing. It's been through the yeah, didn't mower. Yeah, with a bush hog. Or yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Judy sewed it out. back together, and <laughs> it's great. Thank you. Okay. And, so now, and now we broke in. Yeah, we make Bill wait, and then we break in on us. That's okay. So that's a good suggestion. No, that's yeah. important with the the sun protection too. We're getting a lot of hummingbirds in. Um, oh wow! And hummingbirds, I remind people that they got to change that nectar every three days, unless they put a preservative in there, and that'll make it last about six days in our sun. And so there are products that are available that will help them do that. Oh, okay. Irish whiskey, is that it? Uh, oh, no, no, that's something that's different. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, what's in the preservative? Do you know? Is it sugar? or Well, it can't be sugar. It's all natural product is all I can tell you. I, I'm, we, we always have the chemists check it out, but we know it's all natural and it's safe. And we've used that now. This is the first year I didn't trust it, and but we've sold it now for two years, and it does work. And a lot you of haven't, people, you haven't had any complaints of kidney kidney problems with the uh, hummingbird. The what now? The plant kidney. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of times they it, for a while there they said if you put that red food coloring in there that it would it would mess the hummingbird kidneys up yeah well so I, it, I always I, you, I always wondered who did the kidney study on the hummingbirds you know what they found out was a long time ago they took red dye off the market because it caused us problems and then they researched it for three years and they come up with a safe red product and but they never tested it on hummingbirds so the, the the red being harmful to hummingbirds uh, in their food is we don't know, but why take right. a chance? You don't need it. I was 
I was real yeah. unpopular at a hummingbird Uh-oh. conference in Trinidad when I, <laughs> you know, yeah. they're up there bad mouth in the red dye. And when I write about it, I say you don't don't have to use it. The hummingbirds find it. Yeah. But I but I I mean they were just this absolute statements, and I said, "There's no research that verifies that." I mean, oh, you can in a foreign country. It's one he yeah. made it back, Milton. <laughs> and you and you you can say that you know you don't need it, so why bother using it? But yeah. uh, we get it was just like Jerry, you and I talk about all the time. You. Somebody makes a statement and then yeah. accept it and accept it. Accept First liar's gospel. Yeah. Hey, I want to build build the hummingbird. Uh, the uh, Martin Young are all coming out of their nests, gangbusters now. Uh, all, so, all the baby birds are coming out, gangbusters. Yeah. Uh, the the Martins are the the Cardinals are uh, and and uh, the wrens are and the chickadees and and it's always fun to watch them at the feeder because the parents are trying to teach them how to eat so they don't have to feed them. And the hummingbirds get a little less territorial. They're trying to get rid of those youngsters and they, <laughs> yeah, it's vaca- they, summer vacation time for us and these kids go off. So, so yeah. But I, but uh, we talked a lot about the martins and the. Uh, and last thing we talk about Father's Day. What a great present for Father's Day, a Martin House. Yeah, but uh, yeah. it's not it's not not too early to to look at a Mar- Martin House and uh, uh, have it ready. For, uh, you know, let's see, we'll be pulling down ours in a month or so, and then putting them back up for the the spring. So yeah, and you got a, and Bill's got a great selection of Martin houses. So. Uh, we do that. The, you know, uh, even people that buy Martin houses now and close them up and put them up, even though they're not going to get birds this year, the birds on their flight back uh, to Brazil remember where some of these Martin houses are, and you might have a better chance of getting them next year. Oh, okay. So, what, uh, is, what is that new uh, rental thing that competes with the hotels? Oh, Bub something, but uh, Airbnb. Airbnb, yeah. The the, the the Martins got a service like that, huh? A, a computerized yeah, well, record system. The, the, the kids, uh, the young ones, usually are are pressured not to come back to the house they were born in because there's no room. So they've got to find a new place, either going away or coming back. So, so they get on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so much better if there you are, you put your new house up, say, here, here's where you can come back, kids. You can come back here. Now, one good thing is that the sparrows don't leave. That's that's why you take and them they, they have they have more They have more young. And that, yeah. They but continuously that's, that's why you take the house down, or, or and Bill's got these uh, circles to fill yeah, the whole. The, yeah. the, Temporary pulls out the holes too. Yeah. Now, well, one more thing. Changing the subject, and you guys, uh, we we get. Oh, that's the way we are. You know, we're crazy. This Go is ahead. time of year we get a lot of questions on hummingbirds, and I also caution people to use a four to one mixture, and don't make it any sweeter. It's. Uh, uh, I had one guy said he got a lot of hummingbirds mixing it two to one. Well, their metabolism in this heat can't handle that much sugar, and you may seriously harm the hummingbirds if not kill them. So, so you're making it. Go ahead, Bill. I'm sorry. Any stronger than four to one. 
four so parts back water. So that kidney problem. So one yes. cup of sugar and four cups of water? By volume. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Bill. All right. Well, tell folks where you are. We're at Hedner and Northwest Military. We've been here for 21 years, and people are still finding us. Yeah. So, so we appreciate that. I always I hate to tell them uh, when they say, how long have you been here? And I hate to tell them we've been here 21 years. Uh, <laughs> well, and and what's the phone number uh, there, Bill, too? Because you don't mind if they they got questions or issues that they can call you up and uh, get some information you know, we, from you, right? We answer a lot of questions over the phone. Uh, it's awful hard to do some of them over the phone, but we spend a lot of time in the store just answering people's problems with, yeah. oh, be it raccoons, squirrels, doves, sparrows. Uh, there is one that, seed that sparrows won't eat, and that's uh, striped sunflower. People yeah, don't know that. That's why you're, though, in business 21 years, because you yeah. are willing to do that. What's the phone number? We're at uh, 479-2473. 479-2473? That's it. Thanks, Bill. Hey, thank you, guys. It you was fun. It always day. is. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming right up on 930 AM. The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I'm going to tell you about some great colorful options you have now at Millburgers that are on sale like butterfly pentas. Now, these are absolutely gorgeous pentas and they attract, that's right, butterflies, but they also attract hummingbirds too. And you'll save on them this week. In the four-inch pot, butterfly pentas are just $1.48. One of the plants we talk about most as an option because of its versatility is dwarf Mexican petunia. This bloomer you'll enjoy spring, summer, and fall with its pink blooms and light blue blooms. And it's on sale in the one-gallon container for just $3.88. You're starting to see these bloom around town, and you can't miss them because they're electric orange blooms. It's the Mexican Bird of Paradise or Pride of Barbados, and you'll find it on sale this week at Millburgers for just $16.88 in the three-gallon container. This week at Millburgers, you'll save 40% on crepe myrtles in the three-gallon container, $14.88, and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, $16.04 on Boulevardy Road. Looking for a fun and free family outing this summer? Don't miss Movies by Moonlight. Each Tuesday evening in June and July at Travis Park downtown. 9.30 a.m. The Answer in the city of San Antonio. Invite you to join us each week for a great family movie. This week at Surf's Up. Pre-entertainment starts at 7.30 and the movie starts at dusk. Don't miss Movies by Moonlight. Tuesday evenings at Travis Park. Sponsored by Dave & Buster's, Brooks Academy, University Health System, and Cricket Wireless. One, two, three, four. San Antonio is Military City, USA. And 9.30 a.m. The Answer is proud to be a part of the tradition with Military City, USA Radio, Saturday mornings at 0800 hours. You'll hear from members of our active military, military civilians, and our veterans who have contributed to the brave history of our military. Military City, USA Radio, Saturdays at 0800 hours on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. 
Let's go eat. Okay, but I'm really tired of those same old places. Yeah, me too. Hey, let's go back to that cute rustic place on the vineyard by Natural Bridge Caverns. Oh, yeah. Let's have a quiet, romantic dinner. This time, let's save room for the cheesecake. Okay, I'll have that cold-smoked black-peppered ribeye. Don't forget, they have those great Texas grass-fed burgers, Texas red snapper, wonderful salads, and appetizers. Count me in. We can start with a glass of Texas wine and stroll through the vineyards. The best part is we can afford to get a great steak without breaking the bank. Oak Valley Vineyards, not just a special occasion restaurant, an all-occasion restaurant. Come out, enjoy the relaxed and rustic atmosphere and the excellent food at Oak Valley Vineyards Restaurant and Venue. For reservations, call 830-980-8033, oakvalleyvineyards.com. I don't get why so many people still have old-school home security systems. Meet Ryan, a police officer, not an actor. Expensive contracts, false alarms, easy to disable. I wouldn't own one. Like so many officers, Ryan chose Blink Home Security. Blink got home security right. They're discreet, super affordable video cams you install yourself in minutes. They're wireless and run on two batteries that last two years. Blink is motion activated so when it detects something in or around my home, it sends a video alert to my smartphone. If it's a threat, I call 911. And Blink's live feed option is total peace of mind. It lets me check in on my smartphone from anywhere. So I know when my kids get home, doors are locked, everything's code for. Cameras start at just $99. Order now and get 10% off at BlinkProtect.com slash radio. BlinkProtect.com slash radio. BlinkProtect.com slash radio. Officer endorsement compensated. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 308-8867, 308-8867. All right, we're going to visit with Trace a minute and talk a little bit about, one, I want to talk about the plant of the weekend. But, two, you had mentioned you've got a couple plants that are hard to get and hard to find, and and people are coming by, and they're finding them now that we've talked about them. Yes, sir. Uh, Grandma's Yellow Rose. Mm -hmm. All right. Tom, I think my he's baby. Come, I think he's coming pick one up. But we were holding one for Tom, and uh, so his wife called and sent him down to pick it up. Good. Uh, so Grandma's yellows are one of those roses has been really hard to find. Some of the growing operations have stopped uh, growing it for some reason, even though it's a beautiful rose, very easy to maintain. Uh, it's, it's on its own root. It's and it's an earth kind rose, so it uh, doesn't doesn't require as much effort as some of the uh, fancier roses. Uh, let's see, what else did we do? We got uh, Malabar spinach in. Mm-hmm. So for people who are trying to find some vegetables to plant now, it's a it's a vining-type vegetable. Uh, it cooks like spinach, tastes like spinach, but it's not true spinach. Uh, very vigorous grower. I grew mine in a hanging basket the last time I did it. Real pretty. Uh, it's got like a reddish stem to it. So, Isn't uh, it a vine? I mean, it's, it's a, it's, it'll yeah. go on a chain link fence. Well, I imagine my, mine draped drape down. Oh yeah, out of a, ba- out of a hanging basket. So I've seen it on a chain link yeah. fence. You it's must have to water that every day. Nah, because that's a lot of foliage. Yeah, that's, that's okay. what my wife is for. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, you just were in trouble. Well, she's the one who wanted it. So. Oh. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else have we got? We've got. I don't the, know who said that. Do you, Milton? No. Does she listen to the show? No, she does yeah. not. Oh, good. That's good. Okay. So, um, <laughs> 2017 Texas Superstar Balsamic. How do you say that? You say balsamic. There you go. 
basil. So it's, uh, it's kind of like a sweet basil. It's got those large leaves, uh, same usages. This one has a gorgeous purple bloom if you let it bloom. Absolutely. Oh, cool. And, um, four, it's big, too. I got a hold of big four bloom. flats. Uh, there was some seed issues, so there's very limited numbers of it, even though it is a Texas superstar. And I am probably the only one in the state that has any. All right. And there are only 229 each. From Amarillo to El Paso. And it can be used like a regular uh, Just basil. Just like you would do sweet basil, yeah. And yeah. It has a very similar look, large leaves like that one. Yeah. And then we got the plant of the weekend. 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 King's mantle. King's mantle. Uh, King's mantle. It's a tropical, uh, grows fairly big, four foot or better. Uh, has a gorgeous pipe-like bloom. Did you call that purple, royal purple? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Purple, yeah, it's a. It's Ultimately, it's a Thumbergia, which is normally a vine. And this one is a Thumbergia erecta, so it's upright. Upright Thumbergia. Thumbergia. Uh, kind of cool. I would grow it kind of like I would a hibiscus in a pot, move it in and out for cold. Uh, but definitely an unusual leaf structure, leaf pattern, and the bloom is spectacular. Yeah, it's kind of like heart shaped leaves and and pretty uh, pretty flowers. And I believe they're six ninety nine. Oh, good! Wow, that's a good deal. All right, and we've had people come by and ask for those too. So, uh, if you want any of these, I'll just kind of tell you kind of what you do. Come out. You obviously you you figured it out. You can come get them now. Uh, but uh, let's say that uh, you can't come out for some reason today. Call the nursery four nine seven three seven six zero. That's the folks that one of the grandmas yellow did. They called four nine seven three seven six zero and they said put a couple aside for us. We're coming down to get them and uh, they can come pick them up tomorrow, Monday, Tuesday. <coughs> but that's, that's the same thing they can do if they want to get the newsletter too, right? For free. Yeah, they could call and get the newsletter too. Four nine seven three seven six zero. Cool. What else is going on, Trace? So we had a, a fantastic showing oh, for the right, yeah. uh, kids seminar today. Yeah. Uh, Did the buzzards come back? Their buzzards were there. They had eagles, all kinds of falcons. And everybody came back, huh? Uh, yeah. As far as they know. The chickens all survived. Uh, it, was, uh, it was kind of a fun thing to see that many people in one area so intent on watching and listening. Mm-hmm. The kids were amazed. And well, and the, you know, It's the, hard to keep kids' attention sometimes. This one definitely. Yeah. yeah. And the, uh, the team from uh, Last Chance Forever, they're. Very good instructors, and they usually have good equipment, so you can hear what they're saying. It's a it's a nice program. Did they have people posing with the buzzers? The buzzers. I, I've, I've suggested that they do that, so they I they did it with the eagles. Get a picture. Oh, did they, oh, they, they did, did it with the eagles? Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing better than to have a Mexican eagle with the claws in your uh. shoulder. <laughs> apparently, they they go all over the place. We were talking to them after, and I think they said they were going to Michigan. Oh, oh really? Um, for the state fair in huh. August at some point. Uh, and then we're going to be there for almost a month. Wow. So these birds do travel and give that experience to not just the kids, but the adults. Yeah, the poor birds, they give them, they give them directions and they say, we'll meet you up there. <laughs> fly to Michigan. Yeah. We'll see you when you get there. Yeah. <laughs> Did they have Mexican eagles there? They had, they, had one, they had one eagle that I saw, but I was coming and going. So, oh, okay, um, okay. Very cool. Well, thank you, Trace. Thank you. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867, and toll-free, it's 
8867. Yeah, while they got that grandma's yellow rose, uh, that's yeah. the one that was always also, uh, if you're in East Texas, you call it Nacogdoches because we used to name it after high, uh, after places that we found it in. But uh, the, the grandma's yellow uh, name came from uh, out at uh, out around Castroville, uh, Dr. Larry Stein's uh, grandmother. We named it after his grandmother, who did the original testing for the the yellow roses that we were testing to put on the market, and uh, we had them being grown by the thousands, and uh, they're. There is no, and even to right now, there is no rose. There's no yellow rose that's intent, as intense as Grandma's yellow rose is. Uh, nice. th- they're using some others that are that are light yellow. Uh, but the, this is an intense butter yellow. Well, and it's kind of kind of in the league of the tough modern roses too. I've got oh yeah. one that grows in my shrub border. You know, just a few feet away from the knockout rose. Yeah. And, uh, Belinda's dream, and and so well, the never gets sprayed. On roof sometimes so. gets watered. If yeah. I think about it in the middle of summer, but yeah, the idea that it's on its own root system uh, makes it very similar to the old-fashioned rose. But the 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 grower that used to grow them by the thousands when we had the original uh, original promotion on that thing. For some reason, has now quit growing Grandma's yellow. That's right? strange. That's why I was. Because so, really, I was so glad that Trace found another supplier. Yeah. So um, you may not want to just procrastinate on this. Yeah, that's if, right. If you've wanted one and you've I don't been know waiting, how much longer they're going to be on the market? Yeah. Call call the nursery at four nine seven three seven six zero. And four, you, you don't have to plant them now. You can grow them in a container. And then wait till uh, uh, what August to plant plant your roses in your rose garden. Yeah, I always think of roses as being one of the easiest things to transplant. Well, they that's true too. They don't even miss a step. That's true too. Citrus, citrus, and roses are both easy. Pretty tough. Yeah. Hey, we got Mary on the line at three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hi, Mary. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Hi, fine. How are y'all doing? Good. You're doing great. Well, y'all tempted me last weekend with the coral vine. Even though I know I didn't have anywhere to plant them and I have a lot of shade, I had oh, to buy no. two of the white ones because they were just, I just can't believe y'all had the white. But yeah, now, they're, they're pretty ones. They're pretty. They are it, it may do our, it may, have you got a fence for them to run on or something for them to run on? Well, I do. I've just kind of overplanted because I'm always buying things and planting things. And I had yeah. an idea, but it's probably a really bad idea. That's why I wanted to run it by y'all first. I have, like, two very large oak trees, like a Spanish oak and then a live oak. Right. Would it just be terrible sin to plant one in each one? You think it overtake those in time? No, no. They won't overtake a, an oak tree. They Especially in the shade, they'll they'll but, sometimes but like grow. Like I said, they freeze back. Yeah, every yeah. year. Okay, okay. Mine so I could just control them that way too. And mesquites, they'll get a, they get enough light that they'll yeah they'll go up there and bloom in the mesquites. And then the saving grace is that they freeze back so that they don't shade out the 
about the others. You know, there's a uh, a Gardener's Anonymous for folks that are di- addicted to they have you know, getting more plants than they have room for. <laughs> Jerry and I were founding members. Yeah. Really? I need to join. Okay, would you answer my question? It made me feel a lot better because I really wanted to do it, but I part of me felt like, you know, it was some kind of sin, but... Now I know, and they're very tall trees, so yeah, I probably won't live to see it if there is an issue. Okay, thank you very much. No, I don't think they'll ever go to the top because, uh, like I said, they freeze back every year. Yeah, if you've got a little, if they've got a little fence or a a little building, even if it's in partial sun, what they have amazing ability to do is find. They'll just have foliage until they find this the yeah. breakthrough in the sun. That's yeah. true. But well, I have fence all around the property, but I already have Queen's Crown totally taking over the back of oh. it. And <laughs> and I have uh, Confederate Jasmine all over a lot of it. So, yeah. Well, you can, enter, you can interplant <laughs> these with your other Queen's Crown. Well, that's true. Let them fight it and out. And then you'll have white. If you've already got Queen's Crown. Oh, I clear do. You off, clear you off a place on the on the fence and sharpen your machete and yeah, and plant it in the ground, <laughs> and then you'll have the mixed blooms, white and that uh, would be pink. real pretty. Oh, sure. Okay, that's a good idea. Okay. Thank y'all very much. <laughs> bye bye. Thank you for calling. Thanks, Thanks very much. You take care. All right, that'll free up a line at 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll free it's eight six six. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Yeah, I've seen Queen's Crown uh, cover buildings. I mean, you know, little outdoor buildings. Well, it's really pretty. Let's kind of come over, the over top there by of the, the Blue Bonnet Cafe. You know, yeah, there, there were some along there where they were just amazing. It went grew over the old garages and just solid blooms. Uh, and that, you know, if you can't, if you just have. Too much to take down, and and you want to cover it up. That it works really well. If she did her white too, if she just helped it along, yeah, yeah, kept the pink a little ways away. There from you it. go, because the pink the pink will be a little more aggressive than the white will. See, the deal is when you first plant them. Uh, after several years, they develop a tremendous taproot system. I don't know if it's a tuber or. A bulb, or, 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 but they develop an underground. They spread underground, too. Yeah, and rising. they spread underground. And they develop a, an underground uh, system that, uh, they, that, they come back, <laughs> that they come back from uh, every year. So the, the older the plant is, the bigger that uh, underground system is. And the, the, that's why... When you see old established ones, they freeze back every year, but a month or two after they come out, you can't believe that they were ever frozen back to the ground because they they covered the whole well, fence. Yeah, I had a issue with them because they were kind of taking over the whole yeah across the flat ground that between them and cats cat claw. But uh, they're one of the few plants that. That I found Roundup was more effective on than rem- Remedy, and that's kind of. Oh, is that right? Yeah, they, they seemed to grow through the Remedy, which was unusual, but uh, they, wow. they were relatively easy to control with the Roundup. Alice is on the line at 308 8867. 
Hi there, Alice. <laughs> Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Thank you. Um, I wanted to know why my uh, crepe myrtle won't bloom. For the last three years, it hasn't bloomed. <laughs> We've it's gotten about. a lot of questions. Uh, in fact, Neil Sperry wrote a wrote a little write did a little write up on uh, why crepe myrtles won't bloom. Uh, so, uh, the I think one of the main are your big old crepe myrtles? Or are they yes, newly I, planted? I, Mm-hmm. They what? I planted them about 15 years ago. Yeah, there you go. Are they? And uh, the they uh, the old the old older varieties of of crape myrtles have a tendency to bloom later. And uh, okay. e, e, and the the different varieties <laughs> the different varieties bloom at different times of the of the. But hers aren't uh, blooming at all. Mine are not blooming. She says, okay, but but uh, you mean it didn't bloom last year? Yeah, she said last, three years it hasn't bloomed. The last bloomed. three years. Now, how how's the sun situation? That's what I, yeah. after uh, 15 next, years, a, a lot part. of them end up being the oaks, oaks or the pecans are grown over the top of them. Well, um, no, they get plenty of sun. Um there's a neighbor's tree that might give it some shade in the afternoon, but not a whole lot. Okay. But you Do you remember, have you ever fertilized it? There's, no, I I would just uh, rely on the the lawn fertilizer. Yeah. Uh, it's, you, it's, remember that, uh, you remember that all crepe myrtles bloom on new wood, new growth. So if for, if for some reason uh, I, I was I'm, I'm I'm in the process of writing Neil Sperry since he's supposed to be the crepe myrtle expert, uh, and we never talk talk about fertilizing crepe myrtle that much. However, I looked in his well, I've book. I've seen those uh, in abandoned houses in full bloom, and nobody thinks. Right, them. right. Uh, but I looked in his book, and he talks about fertilizing them uh, three or four times a year. Hmm. Uh, for anything for the crew. It depends. Depends on the soil they're in, too. Yeah, yeah. Now they, you never have pruned them, have you? No. Okay, that's another thing that can delay the bloom if you cut them back severely. <coughs> That'll delay well, the bloom. Well, well, she's got I a good point. That uh, they cut them back. Completely every year to to the base of uh, almost the, you know to the trunk. Right. And they have blooms. Right, because they like I said they bloom on new growth. For some reason they have to bloom on new growth. So for some reason you're not getting new growth. Uh, well, I I'm would. Not, uh, not it at all. Uh, yeah, uh, but. Uh, my recommendation to you would be to uh, fertilize them with a 19.59 slow-release fertilizer. Uh, now, you're going to ask me how much, but uh, I, I, th- I think since yours hasn't bloomed in so long, I would put uh, at least a couple of cups. A couple of cups of a 19.59 slow-release fertilizer and do that every month. 
and uh, see if that'll uh, shock them back. Now it may take a it may take a year or two before they start flushing that new growth. Now I want to compare it. And, they're very uh, tall. I don't know if that's as tall as they're going to get. And should I prune any? How tall are they? They're pretty tall. I I wouldn't. I would say about fifteen. 10 to 15. 15, 20 feet? 10 to 15. Yeah, they're 10 to 15. Tall. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say 20, but uh, under that, uh, it's, they're pretty high. Yeah. Now, it, wouldn't, it probably wouldn't hurt to do a little pruning after you've fertilized a little bit. for what? To stimulate new growth? Yeah, just to, just experiment or go with the fertilization and see if that kicks them into providing new growth. Um, Excuse me. But what you what you're trying to do is just cha- change the environment a little bit to, to get them into a different kind of growth mode. But I, I think the fertilizer will be the most effective. Well, that's the only thing I can think of now, uh, especially if they haven't lived in three years. Month. I was going to ask Calvin, uh, I, don't, I don't know if he remembers or not, but... Uh, like I said, since they do bloom on new growth, uh, uh, and uh, peaches kind of have their fruit on new growth, and in there, uh, there's uh, so much new growth that, let's see, what, what I want to say. That yeah, if we, if we didn't get 18 inches of new growth. 18 inches. Of new growth. Well, we fertilized every February on the peach okay, orchard. Okay. And then then you harvest the crop. And if you didn't get 18 inches of new growth by the by fall, okay. then you, you fertilized again. You up the fertilizer or yeah. put more fertilizer? Put fertilizer in the fall, too. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Because okay. so, so, it's the same as you mentioned on the, well, peaches are more much faster responders than crepe myrtles. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that, that's that's one of the things in dealing with crepe myrtles. They, you're, you fertilize, and you may not see the impact for a year and a half, two years yeah. later. So. Alice, I hope that helped. Well, um, the, uh, what I didn't for, get was they said uh, every fertilize every month or every two months. Every month. For how every long? Every month. Yeah. Till they bloom. Oh, till they bloom. Wow. Well, just this. <laughs> You probably stop in September. Yeah, this fall stop and then and then uh, start do it again in the spring. And water. In other words, you're trying to stimulate new growth. Whatever stimulates new growth. Uh-huh. Thanks, Alice. Okay. Because that, that's let they, us know how it goes, they, Alice. They have a crape myrtle has to bloom has to on new, new growth. growth. Yeah. It has to bloom. In other words. If you have new growth and it's not blooming, it's probably in the shade. Oh, okay. Thanks, Alice. Tell us what happens. It'll be a while, so call us with other questions in between. Hey, uh, we're going to take a quick break, so, Mary, you got to hang on. I'm so sorry. Hang on the line a minute. We'll be right back with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas, our phone number, 308-8867. More coming up on 930 AM, The Answer.
Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I'm going to tell you about some great colorful options you have now at Millburgers that are on sale like butterfly pentas. Now, these are absolutely gorgeous pentas and they attract, that's right, butterflies, but they also attract hummingbirds too. And you'll save on them this week. In the four inch pot, butterfly pentas are just $1.48. One of the plants we talk about most as an option because of its versatility is dwarf Mexican petunia. This bloomer you'll enjoy spring, summer, and fall with its pink blooms and light blue blooms. And it's on sale in the one-gallon container for just $3.88. You're starting to see these bloom around town, and you can't miss them because they're electric orange blooms. It's the Mexican bird of paradise or pride of Barbados, and you'll find it on sale this week at Millburgers for just $16.88 in the three-gallon container. This week at Millburgers, you'll save 40% on crepe myrtles in the three-gallon container, $14.88, and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Genie Bath Systems right here in Military City, USA, supports our military and backs it up. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. Now's the time to be proud in the home of the brave. Genie Bath Systems delivers quality to your home with made-in-the-USA walk-in showers and tubs at 30% less than the competition and installed weeks faster than conventional remodeling. The Genie Bath Systems promise is treating all our listeners with respect, staying within your budget, and making sure you don't have to remodel or repair your bathroom for the rest of your life. Check out their incredible warranty at GenieBathSystems.com and all veterans and active duty military get a 20% discount. Call for a free quote and when you purchase a new Genie Bath Systems walk-in shower, you'll receive a free vanity plus bathroom flooring. In the land of the free, that's a $1,500 value. If your bathtub isn't becoming to you, you should be coming to Genie Bath Systems. Call them at 210-739-1360. 210-739-1372 or visit their beautiful showroom off of Broadway on Freedom Drive, GenieBathSystems.com. Nature lovers in San Antonio and Central Texas are very fortunate. Nature is all around us, and we have the opportunity to fill our world with birds, butterflies, and more. And guess what? It's easier than you think with the help of Wild Birds Unlimited. How? Wild Birds Unlimited nature stores can help you create the perfect backyard nature sanctuary. Whether you're a novice or an expert, Wild Birds Unlimited makes nature wishes come true. Let's say you want a feeder that attracts a certain bird or one that keeps squirrels away. Maybe you just want to sit back and watch the playful squirrels at the feeder. Wild Birds will help you create the perfect backyard nature sanctuary. What else will you find at Wild Birds Unlimited? Just unique items for the nature enthusiast. You'll find binoculars, wind chimes, tilly hats, carved canes, art for the home, and more. Wild Birds Unlimited nature stores with three San Antonio and Shirts locations like Braun Road in 1604 or call 375-3611. That's 375-3611. You've heard about the amazing benefits of fish oil for heart health, memory, learning, and mood. However, it's important to know that not all fish oils are alike. A poor quality fish oil may contain contaminants and be rancid, leading to unpleasant aftertaste and burping. There's a brand you can rely on, just as medical doctors have for years. Nordic Natural Pure, award-winning and patent fruit-flavored omega-3 fish oil. All Nordic Natural fish oils meet strict European medical standards and are independently tested, documenting exceptional purity and freshness levels. You'll feel and taste Nordic Natural's difference. Nordic Natural Omega-3 fish oils come in a variety of natural fruit flavors, both in liquid and capsule form. Children enjoy the chewable strawberry capsules and will ask for more. And you can get these at Rhonda's Nature's Way, two locations. 624 Southwest Military and 8059 Callahan at the corner of I-10 West and Callahan. 
Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, our phone number 308-8867. We got to get back on the phone lines and talk to Mary at 308-8867. Hi, Mary. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today? Oh, fine. Thank you. What's going on? How can we help you? Hello. Oh, um, I have some, um, I moved into a home about four years ago and on the left side of my backyard, I have a large red-tipped petonias, and uh, this last year they started looking very sparse with little spotted leaves. So I presumed it was a fungal type of thing. So I bought dacanil and uh, concentrated, and I mixed it and I sprayed them, just like the internet said. But they look very uh, peaked, and I don't want to lose them because they are very good with uh, privacy and they're very pretty. Yeah. How old are they, did you say? Um, I don't know. Um, the previous owners, there was only one other right. previous owner, so I don't know the age. And yeah, some that... articles say to um, just discard them, and I don't want to. They, I'm trying to doctor them up. Yeah, that's the problem, that they don't respond to doctoring. Uh, oh. That's why Jerry and I don't recommend them much, is because they're, they're after six or seven years... They get that leaf spot, and they don't respond to fungus. Even though a lot of fungicides have them on the label, they don't respond to a fungus. Some of them do fine, go on for years and years. It's uh, red tip. Red tip. But uh, a lot of them, a lot of them decline. And they start that symptom you're talking about, and they just not, there's not any way to, to slow them down. Sometimes no. they'll mulch underneath them. They'll pull the infected leaves uh, people have even put acidified the soil because it's uh, they're having trouble getting iron up but generally they they decline and uh, don't survive so you may okay, have so to maybe faced yeah or as long as they look acceptable then you put up with them um, but yeah that if they you know if they're don't look good for two or three years, then you may have to replace them with holly, you know, a Burford holly or uh, one of the other one of the other uh, shrubs like that. Okay. Okay. Well, thank right. you very much. Yeah, I wish I wish I had a better answer for it, but that's that's one of our problem. That's one of our problem shrubs. Thanks, well, Mary. You take around. care. Good luck, oh, Mary. Bye bye. Uh, oh, sorry. Bye-bye. All right, 308-8867. David is on the line. Hi, David. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Good, good. What's going on? I've got an Asian pear, century, and it's about five years old, about 10, 12 feet tall. And I was driving by the orchard. I noticed it was turning yellow, and all the leaves fell off of it. And I was wondering if, uh, what could it be. What, what's it doing now? All the leaves turned yellow and fell off. And it's five years old? Right. Yeah. About 10, 12 feet tall. And are, are the leaves hanging on it, or did they fall off? Uh, or? They're all off. Not a leaf left on it. And the fruit dried up, too. Wow. I watered it regularly. 
Okay, now they're 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 real they're susceptible to fire blight. Well, I didn't have and, exactly. Yeah, and they're they're also susceptible to root rots. Did you oh, yeah. did you dig if you pushed on the the trunk at all? I mean, does it feel like the roots are all dissolving or? No, I didn't some, do that. Sometimes it's striking how. You know, a sturdy tree, and suddenly there's nothing, and it should be pretty obvious if it's a root rot. Uh, the water's not sitting there or anything. It's not a soggy low spot. Oh, I, uh, I water it about once a week. I let it run all night, real slow. Oh, yeah, that me. That's a little too much, I think. Um, yeah, uh, all night. Is it drip irrigation or? No, I just cracked the hose a little bit, let it drip out. Okay. Yeah, this now when it's a hundred degrees out like this last few weeks that's that's not too bad but uh can be a little bit. Um well, yeah, do that do a little exploring. Winter, I, don't, I don't I don't water that much during the winter. I mean not like I do when it's hot in summer. Yeah. And when did the symptoms start? About two weeks ago and all all these fell off in about a week. Okay, yeah, I'm afraid that really sounds like a root rot. Um, they are they are susceptible. They are hard to grow here. You know, there was a big flutter of interest in them for uh, a while back, and then um, they're not as not as easy as we hoped. But yeah, check check that out. I think I think you're faced with the root rot. Okay, go push on the tree. It falls over. That's what it is. Huh? Yeah, and uh, you you probably will be able to feel it, but you can take you can take your shovel too and just do dig digging around there, and you'll see the 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 feeder roots. Uh, you know the the roots are kind of black. There's yeah. not the yellow, the white feeder roots. Okay, is there any kind of pear that I can grow around here that's not hard as a rock? Any kind of berries? No pear. I got oh, a pear. pear. Oh, it yeah. Goes, it, um, it gives me lots of pears, but, man, you can throw them through a brick wall. Yeah. Have you tried the Lacante at all? What? Look, and Warren, Warren is another one that's supposed The problem I've had with Warren is that it's a little unpredictable. I had it for a number of years and, and uh, never got a really good crop, but in the books it's they rave about it, but... Uh, Lacante is one to look as uh, consider. Lacante. It's uh, yeah, L E C O N T E. Yeah. Uh, okay. Any other fan? Fan, fan, fan still. Fan still is another one. Uh, Monterey. Monterey. That's a good one. Jerry, Jerry. He's trying to find get away from the kefir hardness. Yeah. yeah, well, right. Monterey is still kind of hard, yeah. but not as go to go to that. Try the try those the fan steel or the Lacan. Lacan is is your best yeah. choice for not being okay. hard. That sounds good. I was kind of hoping this thing would pan out, but everybody said it wouldn't. So I guess they were right. Now it's on. Yeah. Well, it's Sorry. great great for preserves, and and uh, if you let it ripen, he's he he had a uh, a um, Oriental. Pear, uh, yeah, uh, root rot. I mean, yeah, no, I had the Asian yellow pear, drop. The Asian root pear. rot will get get those pears. Get all pears. Yeah, 
if you've had rerod before, uh, I, I, I'm afraid you're do not going to have much luck with yeah, pairs. Move, move it there. and do a new raised well, bed or get, something. I have Oriental and Kiefer, and they're all give me pairs all the time, but they're just hard. And I was just trying yeah. to find a pair softer. Yeah. All right. Good luck. Good luck to you, sir. Thank you. We got about a minute and a half. Do we have a question from the crowd? Yeah, we had. Uh, he, sh- he got a okay. bush over there. But I, what we've had is a uh, lady came up, and uh, and more people are noticing that uh, scratches and damage on their small citrus fruit. Oh, wow. And what is that, Milton? Is that grackles? That's grackles. It seems like the hotter it gets, the more. Well, the fruit. See. see no, no. <laughs> the fruit is uh, the the fruit the fruit is uh, is a uh, <laughs> uh, the fruit the fruit is is small when when the damage is oh. done, and now that the uh, the fruit is enlarging, you people see it. see it and they see the damage on that, and there, there's nothing you can do but uh, put bird netting around it or whatever and keep bird netting around it. But uh, just like I told her, I said that that fruit will go ahead and enlarge, and you'll be able to use it. Okay, cool. Hey, we're going to uh, begin to wrap up today. Thanks to Roy back at the station doing a great job uh, getting all your calls on the air. And, of course, thanks to you for listening. Remember the Millburgers number is 497-3760. You can call them if you wanted one of those plants we talked about. We'll see you tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.